Hey everybody, welcome to Gender Pitch. Thank you for joining us and we are really appreciative of your support and um, are asking that you continue to support us by spreading the word. Please tell all your friends and uh, family members to check us out as well as upload their stories. It'll be really helpful to us. I want to also thank the South Bend Museum of Art for supporting us as well. They have included our podcast in an exhibit uh, all about women. So please check them out at southbendart.org to experience the museum virtually. Our podcast is available on Spotify and is coming soon to iTunes. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, Spread the word and let your voices be heard. So let's get right into this episode. representatives in the corporate world. Times have changed. Our acceptance seems to have increased uh, tremendously. However, there are some issues that are still prevalent today that were just as bad many years ago. More and more companies, however, are committed to gender diversity. They look to provide women with more opportunities to contribute to what is predominantly a business world that is dominated by men. At least the parameters have been set by men. So yeah, women face discrimination. The interaction that they have with senior leaders are extremely limited, which result in fewer opportunities to succeed. Ever so often, the women in workplaces are, you know, sometimes mistaken for junior employees. Women must show more evidence of their competencies and are more likely to be judged in um, areas of expertise than men. Yet, believe it or not, no, you guys know, it is the women that can bring a unique experience to the workplace. And I just wanted to put that out there as something to sort of think about as you listen to this woman's story. Uh, I I really want to thank her as well as everyone else for submitting their stories. She has a, a very interesting story here. So take some time and listen. And as I always say, listen to the story behind the story as well. working at the telephone company. After 20 years, I got laid off. I knew I had to work. I had an opportunity to do an interview at UPS for a driver job. I was 40 years old. I walked in the door that day and I told them that I could do that job. They hired me. I started working about six, well, no, about four or five months later. And I went, had to go to St. Louis to train for the job. And when I came back, they called me to come to work. UPS was a man's job. And the men that worked there, not all of them, but most of them, really felt like it was not for a woman. One guy that my husband knew told him I had no business being there. Well, I was bound and determined that I was going to make it and do a good job for them. 
So my 30 days started. That was, I had to drive the truck on a training ramp that was mostly industrial. It was really hard. My husband and I played golf quite a bit and he wouldn't go play golf with me because my body was so bruised. He thought people would think that, that, that he beat me up. Well, it wasn't that. It was the boxes. It took my whole body sometimes to lift those boxes up and put them on the trucks. Well, I would go out with a hundred stops, but my first day, I didn't realize that I had to go and pick up as well as deliver. My pickup started at two o'clock. I had 62 pickups. Well, I did it. 5.30, I had to be at Zenith TV and I had to pick up TVs. I would fill my truck, turn around and go back to the office and get another truck and fill it. Well, 30 days went by and there were times that the man that hired me, he would come out and he'd say, Susie, I heard you were thinking about quitting. Well, that was the hardest job I'd ever done in my life. And I'd kind of start crying and I'd think, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna quit. Well, I didn't. The bad thing about me was I didn't realize that every street had an east and west and another street would have a north and south address. So once I figured that out, I had a little easier time. I would get lost because I never knew direction. I always went by left and right. Well, you can't do that. Plus, I would have to set my truck up. It would be loaded, but I would have to put the packages in order that they that I needed to deliver them. And you had to look at a map to do that. Well, maps just psych me out. So what I do, I would write down about 10 of my stops, especially residentials. And then when I'd come across the street, I would think, oh, I've got to stop on that street. And I would go and deliver it. Well, this went on for 20 years. I put up with a lot from the other men at work. There were just five of us girls. And I had been, I was 40. I realized how important that job was. The benefits were so good. Plus, I had to work and help support my family. I was fortunate too because the kids were a little bit older. So that made a difference, me being gone so much because it wasn't just an eight hour day, it was a 10 hour day, a lot of days. And then Christmas, oh my goodness, Christmas would hit. But every year I made it. 20 years later, I retired. I did a man's job and retired at 60 and have a wonderful retirement that I earned every penny that I had and that I get now every penny. Wow. I mean, you know, something so basic as trying to be productive, trying to make, you know, a living for your family, just trying to have a better way of life for women can be so difficult, you know, but we do have to navigate the workplace and, you know, sort of find our way. The other thing that is helpful and it has certainly been helpful 
for me is uh, the support of other women in the workplace. So when you go to work and you work with women, do whatever you can to help support each other so that we can start to move up the ladder so that we can start to get the positions that we deserve within these companies that we are fully helping to grow, that we are fully serving as a foundation for, that we are actually fully committed to. If only we could find opportunities to grow. Let me leave you um, with something. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, throughout her career, had been recognized as an advocate for gender equality and women's rights. She was the first Supreme Court justice to officiate a same-sex marriage and named seven times on Forbes' 100 Most Powerful Women's List. How do you get on Forbes' Most Powerful Women's List? I'd love to be on that list. I think it's helpful to know the history uh, of women and what we have been able to achieve. So feel free to visit genderpitch.com and upload your story, upload your observations, upload your thoughts so that we can post those so that it helps other women. Thank you to everybody who has submitted their stories. We're already hearing how therapeutic the storytelling experience has been. So again, send us your stories, genderpitch.com. See you next time.